Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, I'm Courtney Hicks. And I'm Josh Ferris. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to This Week in Skating. everyone welcome to our podcast i'm daphne and i'm gina and this is this week in skating we are excited to welcome courtney hicks and josh ferris to this week in skating courtney is an eight-time u.s nationals competitor she won the junior title in 2011 she also won silver at nhk trophy in 2015 and bronze in ross selm cup in 2016 In May, Courtney announced she was returning to competition. She competed a few weeks ago at the Broadmoor Open, her first competition since the 2021-2022 qualifying season. Well, Courtney is coached by a familiar name. She is coached by Josh Ferris, who is the 2013 World Junior Champion, 2015 U.S. Bronze Medalist, and 2015 Four continent silver medalist and finished 11th at the 2015 World Championships. In 2016, in what would have only been his third senior international season, Ferris announced his retirement from competitive skating after struggling with the after effects of concussions. Since retiring, he's been a choreographer and coach at the Broadmoor Skating Club in Colorado Springs. So we'd like to welcome Courtney and Josh to This Week in Skating. Welcome, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) We're so excited to have you here to talk about all of this news. Um, Courtney, I I think we should just get started with what made you think of coming back? Like, how did you come to that decision? Um, It was kind of like a really slow buildup. I... Had like, I don't know, because like I still like skating stuff, I was doing shows, whatever. Um, and then nationals happened. I was like, oh, like I missed that. Like that, that was fun. Um, and I was like, oh, but like whatever, I'm done. And then like four continents happened, and I was like, oh, like and I was it was here, so like, I went watched it. Um, and I was like, oh, I like really miss competing. Um, and so then from that, like I had been at that point kind of trying to like get just triples back because I was like, oh, I'd like to still be able to do triples. And so then after four continents, I was like, no, I think I might want to come back and so like I started skating more um, but I wasn't quite fully like decided yet and then it was finally just like I don't know it was a couple of months later and then also because um Florence and the Machine to my free skate program the heaven is here listening to that like originally I had been like oh this would be really fun to skate to I'd love to skate to this and then so like finally like that came together and then yeah watching Port Con and just being like I want to give it another go because I didn't go to nationals my last season um and so I would like to at least do that <laughs> What was it like kind of getting back into a competitive 
routine and schedule? It it was so weird because um, I had been like skating every once in a while. I'd do like every two weeks I might come in and like do a session. Um, I like, I was, I, yeah, I wasn't like really focusing on skating or training at all. And so then getting back into it at first was really strange. Um, but then after like a little bit, after like two weeks of me like dying, um, it felt like really nice. Like it got, I got back into like my old habits and it's like, oh, like actually training like feels really good. Um, but it was definitely very strange at work <laughs> at first. <laughs> yeah. Cause you were, were you doing a tour, um, the year prior, like last season, like in the fall? Yeah. So it was like tour, um. But yeah, like it was like three shows a month um, in different cities that I was doing. But yeah, those were the only, like that was the only, I would skate like the week before and like make sure I could still do the program and then go do the show back. So I wasn't like training or anything or skating regularly. But yeah, little tour. So what made you decide to have Josh as your coach? Like how long have you been working with him? How did this come Um, about? I don't know. It's it been, been it hasn't been very long. Yeah, because originally when I started coming back, I was working with um, Victor Pfeiffer, and um, he ended up moving. And so I knew that like right when I started working with him, but like right before he left, he was like, "Oh yeah, you should like consider working with Josh. I think it'd be really good." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't. I'm down to that. Like, I don't know who else to go to here. Like, I um, worked sporadically with a bunch of coaches, and I was like, oh, I don't know who I want as, as my head coach. So Victor recommended Josh." Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, it's been working it's only been like two months maybe yeah, yeah. a wonderful two months yeah <laughs> it's nice you know, you to guys... somebody that works so hard <laughs> yeah and what's it like i mean you guys competed at the same time so what was it like you know having now a coach yeah as a peer yeah what um, is it like for me it's been really nice because like i like, you know, at this point, it's like, I'm older, like, I know how to do most of the jumps, I just need somebody to kind of make sure I stay focused and like to make sure just like everyone's like to check in with. So it's not like I need somebody like super hot, like heavy headed pushing me. So it's been really nice. Um, Because he's very good at just being like, okay, yeah, like, very chill, but also like making sure that I am still working and not getting like out of my head too much. Um, yeah, so that's been, it's been very nice. <laughs> and it, it's nice because it's, you know, it's relatable. You know, I, I still recently coming out of that skating um, role, so I can relate to her, what she's going through, all that kind of stuff, and they can push her and keep her focused when she needs to be. So it's, it's really like a partnership. Like, it's more of a, she's your student, but you're working together You've got a, a, a good partnership together in this, I think. Yeah. I mean, it seems to work so far. And it's just like, even going to competitions, it felt like very much, um, yeah, you were kind of just like, yeah, you do, you know what you're doing, you do your thing. Um, and yeah, it's just like, you're just there to like support me and what I already know works for me. But before her long program at Broadmoor Open, she, I mean, to me, she looked a little bit nervous. Just a little bit, but and that was where I could be that coach and just say, "Hey, you know, like, these are your three goals," and just remind her to you know to breathe and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, Been yeah. I was gonna ask, well. what was it? What was it like for your first competition back? I mean, I was on home ice too, yeah. so that might have made you feel a little bit better. Um, 
I thought it was like really, really fun. Like I had such a good time. Um, I was expecting it to honestly not go as well as it did. Um, but no, I had such a good time. It like it was hard. I definitely like I because the programs were still very new and I had gotten a ton of run throughs in yet. It's like you know competition. You always skate up anyway. So like I was, I was so tired, but it was still like it was so fun performing like in front of an audience in a competitive setting again. So I just yeah, I had like a great time. <laughs> uh, tell me about your programs a little bit. Uh, you who choreographed them and how did you choose your music? Um, yeah, so the short program uh, was choreographed by um, Jordan Moeller. Um, it is Daylight by uh, David Kushner. Um, but yeah, that one was actually really funny because it was like the day, I think it was like the day that it like dropped on actual like streaming services or something. Because he had been, I guess, doing something with it on TikTok. Like I'm not on TikTok, but my sisters are. And so they had heard about it. And then the day it dropped, my youngest sister would like sent it to our group chat with my sister and I. And she was like, oh my gosh, if you have to listen to this song, like, it's so good. And I listened to it and I was like, I don't want to skate to it. And then my, both of my sisters were like, oh my gosh, if you have to, that'd be such a great program. Like, ah, and then, um, yeah, ended up, Jordan liked it as well. So we cut it. Uh, we actually, um, fun fact, added rain and thunder noises at the beginning and like throughout the music that we recorded with plants in my bathroom. Um, I just turned on the shower with all my plants and we sprayed them um so yeah those are the rain sounds in there um the free skate like i said like the this whole it's um dance fever is the album that all the music's off of and when it came out um i just like for some reason was enamored with it like i thought it was such an interesting album and like so many like really intricate really cool tracks um, and specifically, like, the ones that I'm skating to, I was, like, obsessed with for, like, months. Um, and, like, kind of had been, like, oh, like, I really want to skate to this music. Like, I really want to skate to it. But I was, like, oh, but I'm done. And then finally, like, I was, like, when I decided to come back, I was pitching the idea. And I was, like, Sonia, yeah, like, Sonia Hilmer uh, choreographed it. I was, like, listen to this music. Like, what do you think of this? And she was, like, oh, my gosh, I love it. Like, can I do it? And I was, like, yes, please. Like, that would be ideal. <laughs> Um, so now, yeah, so Sonia, she cut it, um, choreographed it. It's phenomenal. I could not have asked for like a better long program, um, from what I wanted originally, like imagining skating. <laughs> it's fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so when I see your short program, I'm going to remember that you were making your plants with water and yeah. <laughs> making it rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just, that, that's very unique. That's really taking the heart being involved in the creation yeah. of the music for your program, like mm -hmm. making it your own. That's yeah. fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk a little bit. Let's go back a little bit prior. Before you stepped away, you went through a surgery. Yes. So what was that like, the, the process to get back to the ice? Um, that one was interesting because it was like I had, I had torn my labrum. Um, so they had to like reattach it um, and like fix the cartilage loss and stuff. Um, so I originally like I couldn't walk on it at all for like four weeks. And then it was just like more like picky. So I it, the surgery was in January and I didn't get back on the ice until April. Um, and so coming back from that was really interesting because it was like 
and like you know the whole time I'd still been in like oh I'm coming back like skating like mode so getting the jumps back from that honestly wasn't as bad like as hard as I thought it could have been um just because I had still kept in like you know the skating mentality and everything um it was definitely like long and it wasn't like it wasn't easy but it was easier than I thought it would be um but I still like I still struggled with my hip the whole season um it would just get like tired um or like sore and so then like I, uh, what happened a lot of times that I have a really good short and then like not be able to pull it onto anything for a long program um so that was just something that I dealt with the whole I didn't really quite ever get it over that but um that doesn't seem like my hip's stronger now so I've yeah gone past that <laughs> It seems like it's one of those injuries that even if you have the surgery, it does take time to build up the strength again and make it so that it doesn't get tired or it doesn't hurt. And it's also an injury that I think is more common in skating, at least it seems to be, especially in the women. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because especially because for me, and I know, I think this is pretty common with apparently a lot of figure skaters and gymnasts is um, hip dysplasia. So I have really mm -hmm. bad hip dysplasia and that's what caused it. And so that's why it's so, like the injury is so common in skating, um, especially among women. Because it, for some reason, I don't know if it's because of like the flexibility or something, um, but a lot of people's hip dysplasia tend to end up in sports like this, where then it's also just so much cranking that it eventually tears. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's that honestly it sounds painful um yeah. so yeah okay so we know that josh is your head coach let's talk a little bit about some of the other people that you're working with in addition to josh you mentioned who choreographed your programs who else is working with you like on um, on a basis a common basis oh yeah so i really the only other person that i work with at the rank is um eric uh yeah, uh, yeah, I work with Eric. I work with, um, that's, that's it right now. Um, I'm trying to figure out, like, I need to work on some spins, but yeah, right now I just use pole harness with Eric. Um, and we, yeah, twice a week, and that's twice a week with Eric, and then once a week with Josh, and that is all, all, yeah. all I've got um, time and money for. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is pretty well known, I think, for... Like, I've seen so many videos of him online working with students with the harness, oh, harness. like the oh. whole harness. He's yeah. been doing that for so long. So, um, long. so I think he's he's probably pretty popular when it comes to working with that apparatus. Yeah. yeah. And I've worked with him um, since like 2019. I think when I started skating down at Ice Hall. So, yeah. So, jo um, Josh, first question <laughs> what's it what's it been like transitioning from being a competitive skater to coaching like what has it been like for you because gina and i were talking before you guys popped on and we're like i don't think josh has done very many interviews so we we're gonna ask the questions to find out if well I'm going to fly. You guys are the first interview that I've done as a coach. So thank Yay! you. Yay! <laughs> it it um, probably won't be the last. No. So. Well, I hope not. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, it's been, it's been a challenge. Uh, the first couple of years were difficult, you know, healing and all that kind of stuff. It took quite a few years to feel 
kind of normal again. Um, but got in the groove of, you know, coaching and living life. And it was, honestly, it's been kind of great. I, I really like coaching. Um, you know, there's just like training, there's good days and bad days, you know. Um, some days you'll say something to most of your students where it's like it clicks for them and they start getting jumps or spins or whatever. And some days you're just, and, you know, you struggle through it, but you keep pushing and hopefully you can be that, that role model that the students see, especially the little ones, if you, they see the coach pushing through that and, you know, going through the grind and all that kind of stuff and staying positive through it, then maybe that can help them. But I, I really enjoy coaching, and yeah, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. <laughs> was Who it some? You? Go ahead, Daphne. Was it something that you thought you would do when you retired anyway, or was it something that came about when you realized that you had to step away? Well, I think it was. I mean, I think all skaters or any any athlete that is more towards that elite level has that thought of, you know, I should pass along my knowledge to the next generation. Um, so yes, I guess it did, did cross my mind, but I, I didn't think I would take it seriously um, until like three or four years ago. Um, and then I was like, okay, you know, I kind of like this. And yeah. yeah. And your choreographing programs too, that's been something we've, I've been seeing, you know, Josh Ferris listed as a choreographer for a lot of students and the programs that you bring out. Can you just describe what it's like choreographing for the competitors and the, and the type of choreographer you are? Well, I, I mean, you guys probably know my style and the thing, things I'm strong with. Um, you know, if you want a sassy you know, Chicago style program. I'm probably not the best choreographer for that. Um, but nope. I, know, <laughs> I know my, I know my strength. Um, but it's really fun to see. Um, I will say, working with the the little ones um, and choreographing for them is just it's a joy because they want to be there. They're so excited with everything. <laughs> and uh, working with the older ones, the more elite levels. Um, I can really pour my heart into the program while still trying to keep it, you know, a program for them, you know, and it does take practice to, you know, find that balance. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. I really enjoy it. So because you haven't done any interviews, really, I figure there's, there's probably a few more things folks will want to know. I mean, I know Gina probably remembers this. We, the rivalry between you and Jason Brown when you were younger was <laughs> so much fun to watch because a you guys, <laughs> it was so yes. friendly. It was so different than some of the other rivalries because you guys genuinely seem to get along so well that it, it was fun for everyone to watch because you didn't feel like, well, you have to root for one or the other because they're both good people and they get along this is great let's see you know whoever skates better is is going to be on top of that podium um you see jason jason's still going i mean it's 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 still blowing my mind um but you but you had to step away can you talk a bit about what happened the concussion what happened and 
how you process through that because it had to have been difficult. It was very difficult. Um, and it is still kind of hard to talk about a little bit. So, um, but I, you know, it took for about in total because I tried to make that comeback and just after yeah. more whiplash, it just, it didn't happen. Um, and which was disappointing, but I think in the long run, it was better for my health uh, to not proceed. Uh, but, you know, I think overall, I, I was kind of stuck in a dark room for maybe nine, nine months-ish, um, separated from the comeback in the first time that it happened. Uh, and, but I went through therapy, I, lots and lots of therapy. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I still have some symptoms every once in a while. Uh, if I do, if I do a little too much, um, or if I don't get enough sleep, I get a little mm -hmm. dizzy or I get a little double vision, but it's not nothing even close to what it used to be. Um, I can still function, you know, I can still show up to work and work a full day, but, um, yeah, it was difficult, but, you know, I kept pushing myself and I was patient most of the time. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I made it through it. There's a light at the tunnel at the end of the day. <laughs> it's so, I think it's so difficult because I think when fans hear the word concussion, they think, oh, they just bump their head. Like it's, yeah. but it's much more intense than that, depending on the degree. And the recovery mm -hmm. takes a lot longer in some cases because it's not that you just bumped your head. It's, no, this is a this was a serious thing that right. happened. And sometimes you can't recover from it and return to doing what you were doing before. This isn't just in skating. This is in a lot mm -hmm. of different sports. There yeah. are these types of injuries that you can't come back from. And you did and still do have a lot of support because I know when Courtney announced her comeback and that you were her coach, people seemed really excited about it because it's a great opportunity to see Courtney continue and then also see you as a coach of a senior woman, a senior woman. So yeah. I think that, yeah, that sets it up. I think people are just really excited. I think skating in general right now is at a really exciting time for comebacks and debuts and just the whole the whole picture there's um, a lot yeah. it, it is exciting right yeah it's fun to be a part of it <laughs> so can you i know you really enjoy working even with the little kids because i think little kids in general are like sponges and they're so the passion is there they haven't had anything kind of affect them to make them not just love what they're doing what is your philosophy overall as a coach? Like what, what did, what do you have as a mantra? It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think overall, I mean, we need to enjoy what we're doing. And as, as you know, I, I was a very competitive skater. Um, I know how I don't want to use this word, but overall, it's 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 a good experience. It's just some days it can be, it can be kind of miserable, you know. Mm -hmm. and 
not, not the word I want to use. It's, it's not quite accurate, but uh, it's difficult. There's a lot of pressure. Um, so I think taking, you know, knowing that experience and trying to read the student, um, what they're going through, what their mental state is, and trying to take that pressure off of them if they're, you know, feeling overwhelmed, because they're already putting so much pressure on themselves that you don't need to add to that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And sometimes just the distraction or just getting away from the um, something like that is, is will do the trick. But I think enjoying the sport, staying focused, and enjoyment. <laughs> We're, I'm trying to think of three things. <laughs> Enjoyment, commitment, and work your butt off. <laughs> yeah. I think, though, Josh, you mentioned that sometimes it's miserable. I think it's like that, though, in anything that you're doing, even as an adult with a, with a nine-to-five job, you're going to have those days where it's just not going to be fun. Even if you love everything that you're doing. And I feel like sports in general and skating, it helps prepare you for that, for dealing with it. Because you have to deal with those emotions of just being in the moment and saying, I really hate this. I don't want to do this. And then the next day, once you processed it, you come back and you're, you're better about it. Mm -hmm. But it's being able to process through that and deal with the not good days, I think, that help. Yeah. You know, but things thing progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So before you go, Josh, because I know that um you need to step away, can you tell us what other types of things are you doing? Are you in school? Are you, you know, what are some of your hobbies or things that you spend your downtime doing? Um I know anyone involved with skating, there's the downtime is not very much but what do you like to do <laughs> um well i i love fishing i love skiing i love anything up in the mountains honestly camping all that kind of stuff um mountain biking although i have to be careful with that um yeah <laughs> and then um honestly ever since you know i started growing up i'm really getting into cooking and i just i love it. <laughs> i think that's my favorite <laughs> thing right now <laughs> Gina, we need to bring him back to do a cooking, cooking thing. Yeah, we'll do a yeah. cooking thing. Yeah, that will be fun. And and honestly, it'll be something different for mm -hmm. people because I that's what we're trying to do with this podcast is just showcase some different things, make it yeah. fun, show the lighter side sometimes, the the fun and the silly, just because it just it presents skating in a different way, and so mm -hmm. that's what we're really trying to do. I have one more question for Josh. Yes. So Josh, 
as a coach, you have to travel to competition. So what is the next competition for you? Where are you heading with your students? Well, we're trying to figure that out with the coaches that I work with. Um, who's going where, who's going for the best competitions. Um, so that is not concrete right now. Um, but I will be going to uh, probably quite a few different U.S. competitions. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. I got to okay. run. Um, All right. Great. Josh, it was great. So Thanks so much. See talking with you. <laughs> it was great. And we will do that cooking show. We will yeah. do okay. the cooking. <laughs> All right. I'll... All right. Bye, Josh. Bye. Okay. Courtney, we still have some questions for you. Yes. We just kind of flipped that over. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we kind of want to know what, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You know, you did the tour, you're back competing. What other things do you like to do? Um, yeah, so I um, also like going in the mountains, but I, I hike a lot. Um, so I do like, I do 14ers. Um, I, yeah, I like doing a lot of like the, the longer hikes and stuff. Um, but yeah, big with outdoors. Um, I'm a photographer. So my job right now is I take pictures of cars for car dealerships. Um, but I'm also like an So yeah, so I, I'm big on like astrophotography and stuff. Um, but yeah, pretty much anything that gets me like outside a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Stephanie, I, you're going to need to ask the photography questions Of course here. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm also a photographer. I do mostly mm -hmm. portraits and I photograph oh. skating. Um, it's it's a passion. Like I I love to capture moments in a performance. It's like that's what I'm going for when I'm shooting. It's about I want to capture a moment that probably goes by too fast for the audience mm. to actually see. And yeah. even the competitors, they get so caught up in what they're doing. Yeah, it's just that little moment that brings like emotion. So I focus on that. Um, what I have to ask, what gear do you use? What are you using? Um, so I shoot, I have a, a Sony a7R2. Um, and that's like, I don't even remember the lenses I use. I have two lenses. I have one that actually has some zoom, but it's only like, I think it's a 70 to 150 or 70 to 120, something like that. So it's not super high. Um, and then I have a set 50 as well. Yeah. I love, um, what I, I shoot Canon and they call it the nifty 50 and it's oh. because you can use that lens for just about anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's my go-to. I, you, yeah. Other than actions, action photography, I go to that nifty 50 every time to start because it, it gives me the best idea of where I am. And what I need to maybe change. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think really it's, need it, to use it more because I use I use my my range one a lot because like for landscapes, whatever. Like you know, you want to be able to get in and out of different shots. But um, yeah, I always I need to bring because the fifty was my first, the one that I my very first lens. Um, and it takes such beautiful pictures. Um, I really need to get back into using it because yeah, I've gotten away from it because like I said, I like having the zoom, but uh, the pictures on the fifty are so nice. They're crisp. There's something yeah. special about it. Do you ever rent like lenses? Cause that's a thing. I I, I do sometimes. Yeah. Or I'll I'll rent a camera if I'm thinking of upgrading. Oh. I will I'll rent a couple of different cameras to see which yeah. one I like the best. 
Oh, that's interesting. And, yeah. Cool. It is. It's very <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah. It, it helps making a decision. And then you can also buy gear used. Yeah, I have looked into that. I haven't yet just because like I haven't like once I'm probably like actually more out of skating again, like whenever that is, I'll probably think about doing that because I do really want to go more into like nature photography and stuff um, and astrophotography. I'm really big into astrophotography. Um, can you um, talk a bit about astrophotography? Yeah. Like, so it's, I, it's explain um, what it is to folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so astrophotography is it's just it's essentially it's pictures of the stars, um, pictures of the night sky. Um, I love it. I think it's so cool that like, you have different settings and everything. And I love being able to capture the Milky Way. Um, mm-hmm. I also like I really like capturing familiar settings at night. Like I just think it's like, you know, the color palettes are different. And it's just a really interesting way of looking at landscapes that maybe you've seen in photos like a hundred, like so, you know, like the most popular landscapes, like here, like Garden of the Gods. Like I love going mm-hmm. to, going around Garden of the Gods at night and trying to take pictures. I haven't gone really enough with my good camera and shot like astrophotography there. Um, but I do want to, I've done a bunch of night photography and it's, it is really cool. So I want to take that and go to like, different national parks and do astrophotography because it's just like to be able to take a picture um and get all these different stars in it and have the landscape it's so like I don't know it's 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 really nice for me and it's like the pictures are so beautiful um and to just be able to like see that and be like wow like all of that's like up there and just here um and like you know like you don't often take the time to really focus to be like wow I'm gonna like look at the stars today like they're so pretty and so I just love capturing that (laughs) how did you get into it yeah um so I so like I've always liked photography and stuff and then like me specifically getting into astrophotography was a couple of years ago um back when I still lived in California um like do you remember um Brian Johnson and then um yeah so both of them have good photography like setups as well and we were like we wanted to go out um because about three hours from my house in california is a place called amboy crater and it's um it's really i don't know if it's necessarily a dark sky park but it's really close to a dark sky park and so like there's really limited light pollution and it's like this volcano volcanic crater that um just there's no lights there's no lights in the parking lot there's like no light pollution anywhere there the nearest city is like quite a ways away um so we're like oh let's go like check it out like test out our photography I hadn't had my camera for very long at all and Philip um had done a lot of astrophotography already so we went out there and like showed me how to use it how to capture it and everything and I was like obsessed because I've always liked the stars anyway I love looking at the sky and like the moon and everything like they showed me how to do that I was like oh I'm sold like sold and so yeah I've gone out and like done astrophotography on my own in a bunch of different places um quite a lot especially now here in Colorado yeah Garden of the Gods is beautiful like even in the daytime like it's just so beautiful I've been there once and I'm so glad I had the opportunity to go because it's just it's majestic yeah 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 and even for me like I've been there you know a bunch of times now and even still every time I'm there I'm just like this is awesome like I just live like this is here like just in the city like it's so cool (laughs) so getting back a little bit to skating um what is your next competition um i'm doing glacier falls okay and do you did 
Now you're back. Do you have goals for this season? Like, have you set goals for how you want to do? Yeah. So no. So I definitely I do have goals. Um, my like my initial goal for like coming back is like I want to go to nationals. Um, I really want to go to nationals again. Um, and I also I do want to hit the international score. Um, to get some of that because I think now like this time around, um. I like initially when I came back from my hip surgery, I had tried to do like double foot triple loops and like it hurt too badly and everything couldn't do it. Um, so I'd written it off. And so then this time, like there, I have already landed one. Um, so I'm like the, the hip strength is much better. So that was like a goal is I want to do a triple triple in a program. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically flip loop. Yeah. All right. So qualifying for nationals looks a little different than probably when you tried the last time in what, 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what do you think of this NQS system in these different competitions? How many are you thinking of doing? I'm probably going to do two. Um, I'm thinking of doing, so like Glacier Falls and then I'll probably do the one that's at Broadmoor again. Um, just cause that way I don't have to travel or anything. But um, I think it's interesting. I wasn't a big fan of how like they did it in my last year. I thought that was very strange. Um, but I like how now there's still at least like a sectionals. Um, I think that's really nice. Um, and yeah, I think it's kind of, it's, it's interesting having the three different competitions for like regionals um, per se, but like, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's, it's a better system than I think my last year. <laughs> yeah. Cause was the last year, last one virtual? Did you have to do virtual? No. Oh, okay. The virtual one was the year that I had my surgery. Um, oh, the, okay. the last, yeah, my last competition was just you picked two. I think you got two competitions, and like, okay, and your score counted for like they they didn't like because I competed in Spokane, and my score there counted for the like Midwestern sectionals, and so I didn't really like how separate all the sections works. Like you know how up and down varies. Oh, yeah. Like yep. yeah, yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that. So I like how now at least sectionals is all put into one. Like everybody's competing at the same competition. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I think it had to change to be more modern because like you said, the up and down amongst the Mm -hmm. sections and then people shifting to go from one section to another, Mm -hmm. it, it got to be really difficult to, to figure out. Um, and it was a guessing game. Like it was a guessing game. Maybe yeah. I should go here or maybe I should go there. Right. Trying to figure it out was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, every year we would get to, <laughs> what is the cutoff? Like September 1st, I think, or yeah. August 1st. And yeah. everyone was going, oh my God, do you know where so-and-so is going out of? Because I want to, it, yeah. Yeah. And I can't even remember one was virtual, one was not virtual. Cause like, Ever since it kind of all COVID happened, everything yeah. has kind of changed. Yeah. So I yeah. can't remember when it was that you had to do the virtual part of it right. and when it was that. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 A lot. So yeah. And I think they've been trying to like nail down exactly how they want to do it since that virtual year. Cause I know they did like, you know, obviously you don't want to keep it virtual, but um yeah, I think they're they're getting there. They're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Gina, do you have any other questions? Don't. I think I'm good. Then I think we need to ask her our fun questions. Oh, okay. We're going to bring out the fun questions. We're going to bring out the fun questions. All right. Yeah. Okay. So should we give her 
think yes. Or should we just I think you, see what happens? I think since Josh was such a competitor with Jason, you need to tell her the story of that last question. Okay. So there's <laughs> this question that okay. when we asked it to Jason Brown on the podcast, he could not answer it. He was oh, oh, humming and hawing. And he said, okay, I need to think this over. Yeah. Ask me it at nationals three months later. So I did. And we did it right in um, oh, where we're San Jose and, oh, nice. uh, in person. And he gave yes. me his answer. So that's what I'm just giving you a warning. It, <laughs> this question has become it's the so Jason Brown funny. question because the way he was for like, oh my God, I can't, this is so hard. And he was really, yeah. He took yeah. it more seriously than anyone else. No one else has needed more than what? <laughs> A minute at the most? Oh, it's okay, been a okay. riot. It's been so yeah, funny. It just has brought a lot of laughter and fun to it. No. So it's the yeah. last question of these fun questions. Okay. So yeah. okay. just giving you the heads up there. <laughs> um, but we'll start out. If there was a movie about your life, who would star as Courtney Hicks? Oh, 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 oh no. Terrible question. I don't know. Actors, <laughs> actresses, um... I don't know. We could maybe do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Lady Gaga has been acting. I've been told people have told me like a long time ago that I look like her. So she maybe that could work. I don't know. That's a little bit. I work. think that's that a works. fantastic answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes. that is fantastic. Uh, so what is your most used emoji? Um. I use it definitely it's either like the the like laughing like with the, the the like two tears coming out of the side like the laughing one either that or um I do use I'm a big fan of like the the cowboy hat one okay a lot yeah probably like the laughing face for sure <laughs> okay well <laughs> you're singing karaoke what is your go-to song to sing Ooh. okay I've only sang karaoke once um and the song that I did, Holding On To You by 21 Pilots. Oh, it's a okay. good one. I love 21 Pilots. I love them. I also, I've considered doing something by Halsey, like Control maybe, but oh. I haven't. So for now, it's it's Holding On To You. <laughs> Have okay. you thought of skating a program to 21 Pilots? Oh my gosh, yes. Absolutely. Um, okay. What, was it? what, what yeah. would you What would you pick? Um... I a little bit people just came outside. But um I so Jordan and I actually were considering using um I think we were I think it was Goner that we were considering. Um Goner and also Doubt was one of them that we had considered, but yeah, I did almost skate to Goner. <laughs> yeah. So great choices. Mm -hmm. They're so good. Yeah. So what TV show are you currently binging? Um, let's see. I've actually been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. Um, it's just like a good one to put on. My, like my boyfriend, whenever he's over, like he'll put it on or something just because it's like, you know, it's nice to have something playing. Um, and it's yes. actually like really funny and like, like so wholesome. Um, yeah, that's what I, that's been on a lot for me. That is a fun one. Have you ever uh, seen Ted, Ted Lasso? I've seen a little bit. My old, um, my old roommate is really into it, and so I saw like a couple episodes here and there. And um, I definitely need to like 
actually watch it because every episode that I saw is like, oh, this is such a fun show. Like, I love it. It is. So, yeah, I, it's, I it's super heartwarming. Like, it's got that feel. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so good. I came to it very oh. late. Two seasons had already aired. And oh. I fell in love with it in, like, the first yeah. episode. And I still have to watch oh, it. It's right. on my list of things to watch. That's- so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What country haven't you visited yet that is on your pla- list of places that you would want to visit? Oh, so there's two that hold the top spot and it's Iceland and New Zealand just because like especially like photography standpoint there's so much there that I want to shoot like uh both countries are insane with the natural beauty like I yeah mm-hmm. and one of the lights yeah Iceland yeah. oh my gosh yeah one of my yeah. friends went there uh just for northern lights like went took a whole immersive experience in Iceland and oh, yeah cool. she raves about it yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so like here, a dream. <laughs> so here is the question. Okay. <laughs> if you were stuck on a desert island with three figure skaters, past or present, who would you want to be stuck with? <laughs> huh, okay. Hmm. That is a hard one. I could see why. I could see why he asked for time. Okay, let's see. Um, now I should throw in too. Okay, because Jason was like, "Well, is this for fun? We're just on the island for yeah. fun, and do we need to get off, or do we need to have a plan and have to figure out how to get off right. this yeah, island?" Yeah, that's that's important. So yeah. you take it however you want. Jason okay. ended up. I think Jason ended up giving me like two fun people just like to have a good time and then maybe one who was gonna help him get off the island. Oh, or no, okay. maybe yeah, it was yeah, vice yeah. versa or something like that. But oh, yeah. he took both. But you decide what however you want to make this island be, if it's just a fun right, island right. or if you need to get off the island. Okay. I think Okay. For sure, like if it was just like, oh, we're on this island and like we're trying, like we're just having a good time, like we're not concerned with getting off at the moment. Um, I was like Paulina Edmonds for sure. Um, I've been friends with her for a long time. Um, yeah, she's a very fun person, but um, that would be a good time. Um, so yeah, Paulina and then maybe I feel like Jason would be fun. I'm not gonna lie, like I've always had a good time um and then maybe like if we if we are trying to like get off the island like do you know do you know um ben jalovic yeah yeah i'm bringing i am bringing along ben jalovic because i (laughs) have so i've been like friends with him for years and i have like i we've been roommates and stuff and like he would he'd figure out how to get us off this island (laughs) okay awesome that sounds that sounds great good (laughs) And see, you were able to answer the question. Yeah. Just a little time. It didn't take you long at all. (laughs) Well, we really appreciate, Courtney, you and Josh taking the time to talk with us. Yeah, Um, of course. It was great to catch up with you and learn about what's driving you this season. Looking forward to hopefully seeing you and Josh at Nationals. Nationals. In Columbus. 
Uh, Gina, yeah. can you let folks know where they can find us? You can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. On social media, Twitter, it's at this WK in skating and Facebook and Instagram, it's This Week in Skating. And of course, we are on the new social media platform thread. So look for us there as well. We love your feedback or your questions. If you have a question for Courtney and Josh that we can pass along to them, you can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We really appreciate all the support we've received from everyone since we started this podcast journey over a year ago. Um, And we appreciate Courtney and Josh checking in with us today. That brings us to the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have an ice week! say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.